Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. What's up? This is Tito Ortiz. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back. I do love these uh, holiday rejoins. They're good. They're kind of all over the place, too. Hey, we got some guests in the studio. Got a couple Team Riz members here. Hey. Uncle Ken and Getch are here. Hey. Now, you guys uh, run the uh, STL Weirdos podcast. Along with Doug Thompson. Along, sorry, Doug. <laughs> That's all right. right. If you forget to mention Captain Doug, he's gonna yeah, well swing through this glass window and can just tell how much he cares. One of us. He's not here. Well, he wasn't invited. <laughs> he wasn't invited. Sam, he cared that well, much. I mean, he's, he's at work right now, so he would be here. So after uh, after we're done here on the air, we're gonna jump across the hallway. We've opened up our doors to you guys, uh, and we can't thank you. Yes. Yeah, um, 
I can't stop smiling. So, <laughs> and what and what a gift for you guys to talk to me. No, it really is. <laughs> my wife. Merry said, Christmas, guys. Thank very, you. Very. Uh, he says that every morning, guys. Before <laughs> we go on. Uh, my wife said, uh, make sure it doesn't turn into like that Chris Farley show skit. Oh, remember, hey guys, remember, remember when you guys? That was awesome. Uh, Tony, remember when you lost that weight? That was awesome. Uh, that was great. Ken's, that was great. Ken's been fangirling for a week. Nah, I don't know about yeah, fangirling. He, he was here at 6 a.m. in your parking lot. No, you, know, you know what's funny is I made that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I think one of you guys said, what time are the uh, guy, What time are the fellas getting here? And I said, well, Ken's probably already here. So. <laughs> hey, uh, once you know, I only drive heaved only four times today. So. Oh, good. Okay, congratulations. I'm good. Man. So we're going to be on the STL Weirdos podcast. Look at that. How about that? Finally, right? <laughs> How about that? Well, I was going to redo my resume. Now I have a reason. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. It's awesome. So you get to ask us anything. Go ahead. Well, nope. not right now, but later. <laughs> Question one. And they better be good questions. Uh, well, me and Getch here, we uh, we took, what, five, ten minutes? Where they go over it? Yeah, just... Good stuff, guys. All Thanks right. for the good. prep. Good, good. <laughs> hey, can, the I, can I shout out real quick? Uh, oh, boy. Team Red Oh, the team the rules? No, no, no. I thought you listened to the show. Oh, God, get your own show. <laughs> go ahead. Christina Beeler, you all know. Oh, yeah. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, before we uh, wrap up today, we do have some food news for you. <laughs> food news. Um, so apparently... Nobody, we don't, we don't really use Grubhub here, right? Do we have Grubhub? Um, it's in certain areas. I, I, we actually tried to use it yesterday, and it is not available in Wentzville. Yeah. So. I'm a DoorDash guy. I am too, normally. So I guess this would be kind of the same thing, right? Grubhub is the same as DoorDash. Is same that what principle. The, is that, is, same in, vibe. Right? It's, it's delivery. Delivery for food that normally is not delivered. I mean, yes and no. Some places that do deliver also run through DoorDash and Grubhub. Well, they just put out their list of the top 10 foods of 2018, which is based on the jump in how many uh, they were ordered this year compared to last year. Ooh. So, that, so it's, it's trendy foods. Trendy foods. I haven't seen the list. Trendy foods. But with this type of service, I bet you the delivery number for burritos has skyrocketed. <laughs> Wow. Because I was thinking before, you're not going to have your, uh, uh, like, oh, I want a, a Chipotle or, or a Qdoba The trendiest delivered. food in America is the bean burrito. Huh. It was specifically the bean burrito. <laughs> Sorry. That makes sense. <laughs> Sorry. Well, what else? You got to think of stuff. We ordered 276% more bean burritos this year than we did in 2017. Yeah. That's Lord. a lot of toots. It is a lot of toots. A lot, a lot, lot of toots. A lot of toots. We are tooting up a storm. No other food had that big of a jump. Hmm. Go ahead. Jump in there. <sighs> tacos. Fellas. Uh, tacos, no, did not make the uh, the top ten. What about some like grilled cheese? Nope. No, good, good guess, but wrong. Thank you. Sandwich, sandwiches or paninis? Uh, well, chicken sandwiches, they're in the top ten. Ooh, mac and cheese. No. Damn it. Those poke bowls? Oh, yeah. I don't know Those what that is. Yep. It's like, like raw fish. It's raw fish and rice. Isn't it essentially almost like uh, a sushi roll unwrapped and, and, in a bowl? Yes, that's okay. Is. Then you got your chicken sliders, and then your, your baby back pork ribs. Your chicken burritos, your chicken sandwiches, your cauliflower rice bowls. That was a big thing this year. Cauliflower rice. Mm -hmm. Which are you are you on board with the cauliflower rice? Uh, yeah. It's gotta be prepared properly. A lot of people like and they, they sell it in those frozen, like you steam them. If you put it in the oven, yeah. If you lay it on, on a cookie sheet, put it in the oven. Okay. 
So game good. The, the last time I had it, again, frozen section. You throw it in the, in the in the microwave, it steams it, and I must have taken it out too soon or didn't let it sit properly. Because mm-hmm. all I remember, I was like, man, this feels like I'm just chewing on broken, like uncooked rice almost, like mm-hmm. smaller pieces of rice that are just. It was it was a horrendous experience. Also this year, chicken and waffle <laughs> wow. sliders, big thing. Chicken and waffle sliders. I'm glad you were covered. I'm good, man. Thank Armjohn you so chicken much. and uh, buffalo cauliflower. Buffalo buffalo cauliflower, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm really down. good. Uh, it's what's tenth? Yes. And uh, your New Year's resolution is already screwed because uh, news just leaked out that McDonald's is going to add bacon cheese fries to the menu. I saw Ooh. this. What? Bacon cheese fries. Yeah, they started uh, testing them last month in, in uh, Hawaii and Northern California. And apparently the test went so well, they're, uh, they're fast-tracking them, guys. This Early is a bo- next year. This is this a the box last... with melty cheese like White Castle does, or is this a, a cup? Remember they had those? They had them at Wendy's. Not so long ago, they were terrible. But the thing oh, is, the Baconator with, fries? With something like that terrible. is, and none of us are people to do this, that's got to be eaten immediately. Yeah, that, that's, that's not just going to be gross by the time you get home. Anytime they go past OG fries, they've tried other things. They've gotten rid of it and gone right back. McDonald's fries? Yeah. yeah, with McDonald's. You just go right back to OG. Yeah. Have you, have you, I, never once have I gone, man, you know what would make this McDonald's fry better? Cheese sauce. Never. Because the McDonald's fries are legit. Yeah, they're always winners. They're yeah. always number one or number unless two. You in get the them and, unless you get them and they go, here you go. And that, you reach your hand in the bag because you got to eat a couple fries on the way sure. home. You reach your hand in the bag and you go, that, these are terrible. I don't even have to look and or taste these. <laughs> like, and you put he, it to your mouth and you go, it's a warm gummy worm in here. All right, one more thing before we hit the final break. You could save a lot of money on coffee in January. If you're willing to make an investment up front and, and do some math to make sure there's a good deal for you. Uh, right now, you could buy a 16-ounce tumbler at Starbucks. It costs you 40 bucks, But you could get it filled with free hot coffee or hot tea every single day in January. How many times a day? Just once? Uh, like, let's say you got a Starbucks in the bottom of your office building or something. <sighs> Yeah, just keep going down there? That I do not know. Yeah, and... I don't know if it's a once-a-day thing. Before you do this, make sure you check that the office building Starbucks isn't like a licensed one that doesn't participate in that kind of vibe. So so if a coffee's around two you'd need to go to Starbucks 16 times to break even. But if you go all 31 days in January, you'll come out to close to uh, 40 bucks a head. Yeah, look at that. And a tumbler. And yeah, and a tumbler, <laughs> and sleep through February. I, I don't know if you could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you go more than once a day. You have to read the fine print on that. Yeah. But. Wonder what the tumbler looks like. Wonder if people are going to complain it's too, or not enough Christmassy. Or if it's just one of the kids. They got those there all the time. And yeah. They're probably forty dollars regular. Sixteen anyway. ounces. That's right. All right, we'll take our final break of the morning. Come back and wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind.
Hi, this is Chris Catan. You're listening to the Rizzuto. I'm、oh, sorry. Okay. Hi, this is Chris Catan. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Yeah, that was just by chance. SNLer Chris Catan was here last week. Now we got another SNLer or former SNLer. Kevin Nealon's here.、Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Chris Catan was sitting right in that seat. Is that right? That seat right there. I thought I felt like his kind of butt cheeks. <laughs> his recognizable butt yeah, cheeks. Yeah. Yes. No, off the air. I'm, I'm still feeling this guilt. I told、uh, Mr. Nealon here that I, I hit a deer for the first time ever. First time ever. And I feel this kind of twinge of, of guilt. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. though it was his fault. It was. It was、I'm、Kevin Nealon's fault, fault that you、her、hit、fault. a deer?、Wow, wait, <laughs> no, that's crazy. It's her fault. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you could do about it, really. I mean, you're just driving. If you try to swerve, you'll cause an accident、mm-hmm. and there'd be more injuries. And,、um, but, yeah. Thank God I'm okay. Yeah, you didn't tell Mr. Neal you were driving around in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Look at shortcut. <laughs> did, this deer, did it have antlers? No, no.、Oh, so、it, it, it hadn't been around that long, anyway. I mean, unless it was a doe. And,、uh, Does e don't have antlers, do they? No, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Looking at me, I have no idea. I eat deer. I don't know much about them. <laughs> do you eat the antlers? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Chip takes <laughs> his teeth with them. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams hat, is that on purpose?、Uh, I'm not a sports fan. But, I mean, you know what happened here. I mean, you know, <laughs> no. the, you know the Rams left St. Louis in a very unceremoniously、oh, that's right. way. That's right. <laughs> It was in the news. I didn't even think about that. You know, it's funny. There's, there's a lot of bitterness here. There's two <laughs> types of people in the world there's like sport fanatics and people that don't care. And I don't care. But I, I appreciate, you know, I, I enjoy watching a game once in a while in the Super Bowl and the、mm-hmm. playoffs and all that stuff. But,、um, you know, no,、yeah, I'm not a. I, I, I'm from St. Louis. Yeah.、Uh, can we call you St. Louis's yeah, own? St. Louis's own. I think own. technically, yeah. I only lived here for three weeks. We can claim you, though, as our own. Yeah. I mean, I am technically, legally, I am on my passport or whatever, birth certificate says St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis citizenship. The Incarnate Word Hospital, which is no longer on Grant Street, doesn't exist. Huh. It's a hotel now, I heard. I could stay in the room I was born in. Wow. In o t h e r crib. That's up. I could sleep、wow. in the crib up there. And have some refreshed memories. <laughs> It's true. And then your parents moved away. My father got a job in Connecticut. And so we all went to Connecticut for a while.、Mm. I think he's eligible for the St. Louis Walk of Fame. I would think so. Yeah. I think so. There is、yeah. such a thing. You have to pay us $250, bucks, but we'll put a star somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put you next to、uh, Vincent Price. <laughs> is it a sticker or is it actually inside the.、Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's a dry erase board that we put on the ground. Here's the thing if you, get, if, you,、yeah, if you get it, they have to bury you there, too. So that's. <laughs> it's a bit of a commitment. Yeah. Yeah. It's,、uh, you know, have, you been,、uh, have you wandered around St. Louis at all? I mean, you know, the Loop area, Del Mar. I mean, I, you know, I've been coming here a lot over the years, Westport and.、Mm-hmm. Um, You know, the arch. I mean, but listen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the brewery. You know, they, make, they make a lot of beer here. Chuck Berry.、Uh, you, just, you just did what a lot of people in St. Louis do. And they're like, you know, somebody, hey, man, I'm coming to town for the first time. What do I do? And you go, you check out、um, the arch. Have you seen yeah. the arch? Yeah, like, yeah. the arch is awesome. That's right. We have a zoo, it's yeah. free.、Uh-huh. You're on a budget. <laughs> well, you, know, you don't have family here. I mean, I know your parents. I don't. I don't know anybody here. Really? Doesn't. John Goodman come from here or something?、Uh-huh. Yeah. Or is that New Orleans? Yeah, no, no, he's, he's from、guy. here, but I think he lives in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. John Hamm is, is,、uh, is from here. Good. I think he might have been on my flight yesterday. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because he's in town for the All Star game. We okay, saw him last night. That was it, yeah. Did you、oh. say hi?、Uh, you know, I,、um, I didn't want to go back to economy. <laughs> 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 No, he was sleeping with his hat pulled over his head. You didn't tap him on the, on the shoulder, go, hey! 
It's me. No, no, Kevin no, Nealon. No, no, no. St. Louis' own Kevin Nealon. <laughs> I'm St. St. Louis guys. Hey. I do that to the pilot. I can't. You know, <laughs> hey, it's, me. The it's me. Move over. <laughs> Move over. Let me drive. Let me steer. See, I was I was on a plane with uh, with uh, St. Louis' own Andy Cohen and uh, and Anderson Cooper flying from New York to St. Louis. I actually sat next to them, and I was so nervous I didn't say a word to them. Really? The entire flight. Because huh. I'm thinking if I say something dumb, then we have to sit next to each other the entire flight. Right. And then it's just going to be really awkward. So I just made it really awkward pretending not to notice them there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. probably was a lot worse. Well. I know. I Are know. you on a commercial hey. flight? Would that bother you if, if somebody like Riz or somebody came up and says, hey, how's it going? Nice no, to see no, you. And no. then we're sitting like two seats away from you the rest of the flight, you know? No, that happens. That happens a lot. <laughs> I was just going to say, though, uh, but also um, getting back to sports and St. Louis, I'm friends with Tony LaRussa. That's a name. Dropping the names. He would always invite me to come to the uh, Cardinals games when they're playing in LA, you know? And I'm just not a, you know, I'm just not a fan to want to sit in the the stands for that. Yeah, but if the manager invites you, I'm sure they're good seats. They're like in the dugout. <laughs> you can't see anything from the dugout. <laughs> Did he say that you could play left field? I'm like, that'd be awesome. He's, he asked you to bring your mitt. <laughs> bring your mitt. I tell you, one time I had to throw in the first pitch uh, in Chicago for the Cubs and the White Sox at Wrigley Field. And I hadn't thrown a hardball in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I was in Chicago doing a gig. <clears throat> so that morning, I got up and I found a park. I went to a park to see if I could find people throwing the ball, a hardball. So I could kind of get used to it. Mm-hmm. And I saw this uh, father playing with his like six-year-old son, throwing the ball back and forth. And I went up to the father and said, hey, do you mind if I throw the ball with you a few times? I think he thought I like had no father growing up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> trying to relive some kind yeah. of childhood thing Just that you missed out on. I had a tear yeah. in your eye. And I said, I'm throwing the first ball- pitch in at the game today. And he kind of rolled his eyes. He goes, okay. So I threw a few pitches with him, you know. And his son, meanwhile, standing off to the side looking really sad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he stole my dad. You didn't even triangle yeah. it? You just pushed him kid. out of the way? You literally <laughs> stopped a kid from playing catch exactly. Did you dad. call the guy daddy? Good throw, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Start bawling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, if you, you you say to him, if you call me sport, this would make it a lot we better. We're going to go ice cream later, you little yeah. punk. Uh, where's the car, Dad? <laughs> Wait, the real question here is, you couldn't find anybody else? You had to find a random person to have a catch with? Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was alone in town. And I'm telling you, I haven't been that nervous in a long time. And, um, you know, it comes time for me to throw the pitch. And I got the, you know, the, the jersey on and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was being a wise guy. Every time the, pit, the catcher gave me a signal, I shook him off. Mm-hmm. So I did that like five times. And then he got upset. And he, he got up. He started heading out to the pitcher's mound. I said, no, no, okay, okay, let's yeah. do it, let's do it. <laughs> You're wasting everybody's time here. But it was a good pitch. A little high, but over the plate fast. I got to throw out a first pitch uh, at a Cardinal game. And uh, my only thing was I did not want to bounce the ball. Yeah, that's like, I didn't want to throw short. <clears throat> and uh, I practiced. And I was all good. I got out to the mound. And I threw this ball so high, I didn't bounce it. I threw it over the catcher's head into the color guard. <laughs> these guys, these poor guys had just returned from the Middle East. They were holding the flag. And all I hear was a sold-out game. Well, how many people does Bush Stadium hold? 65-ish. I hear a collective, ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> and these poor, I think I put the catcher on the DL. He was trying to jump so high oh, wow. for it. The color guard scatters. How did you feel after you threw it? I felt terrible. So would you rather have thrown it into the ground? I would have rather have not done it. Yeah. <laughs> so as I'm, I'm walking, they took me to uh, a police station. <laughs> they took me to a place called the Champions Club, uh, you know, to watch the game. What right did you have going in there? Yeah, no just, right. just to show you, no you're not, you don't belong here. This is where the champions go. So as I'm walking up to this place, people go, hey, nice pitch, Riz. 
Just I, I'm 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 not kidding you. More than ten people said that to me as I'm walking up. I go, "How was your first bit?" <laughs> oh, wait for yours. <laughs> it's amazing what that does. The the possibility of throwing out a first pitch in front of all these people. What it does to grown men and women. How nervous. It, I've never done it, but I can't imagine how nervous. My parents flew in for it. Like my, <laughs> my parents flew in for the first pitch. I mean, flew in from New York. We're on the on the on the field with me. My son was there. People you know, are betting on you. Oh man, <clears throat> Tony plays softball. How many nights a week in the summer? Uh, three, sometimes four. Three, sometimes wow. four. I played for years. I played on a traveling team. Moon is a very good athlete. King Scott, but when you. If if I was to do that, I would be a nervous. Oh, with a with a disaster. Here's the disaster. thing too. Yeah, you you got to do it from the mound. You can't come up oh, halfway. Yeah. That was that was armistice. I played catch with Riz before he did it, and we just threw just normal, just like it was actually on a parking lot. We just threw, and then you get up there and you get on the mound, and you're like, whoa, this is a different perspective. Well, I saw my I saw myself walking out to the mound on the big screen in center field, and yeah. that's when I went, oh my god, we have a picture of you up there on the on the big screen. Oh, look at that. There you go. And yeah. those pants, huh? Those are the pants you picked. Those were the actual the team pants at the time. <laughs> no. Changed your yeah. uniform just that one game only. They saw that Those picture green, and went, ah, green khaki back. pants. That's good right. form. You got yeah. a pair of New Balances on? Yeah, all good. That was the team uniform. <laughs> you know, I used to be a quarterback in college. Yeah. Uh, for Fairfield University. <clears throat> I played for one season. It was after I graduated from my own college where I played soccer. Uh-huh. I found out if you took a night course at this at this college, you could um, qualify to play football. So mm -hmm. I signed up for criminology, three credits, and I played college football for a full season. Wow. <clears throat> well, I mean, you're a big guy. No you got, way. You know, you got, yeah. you got that big hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Quarterback. Yeah. And I'm really smart. You know, I'm really smart. Yeah, very smart. <laughs> well, well, what made you stop playing? Just uh, have um, Some of the other players got jealous because they weren't playing, and they they changed it to, yeah, I got to take 12 credits. Now. Oh, they oh, changed, wow. they, like, changed the rules for you. Yeah. For the other players, yeah. Well, that was only like four years ago, right? That was like two, <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. So we're talking about, you know, celebrities, uh, you know, on planes. I say, I'd be nervous to talk to. If you if I saw you on a plane, I'd be very nervous to talk to you. I would not say it. Rightfully so. I get it. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, um, I'm, 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 you know, I get very. Do you I, know who I am? Yeah. Well, I, I get nervous. Uh, have, have, are you okay with people coming up to you? Have yeah, you yeah. had any awkward encounters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as they're they're sober. <laughs> it's the worst when they're really drunk, uh -huh. you know, because it's just ridiculous. It's a waste of your time. Um, but I, you know, I'm the same way. I get nervous too um, around celebrities or people that uh, I'm intimidated by. Like I was sitting in the back of a restaurant near my um, house in this neighborhood, and it's a back room, and there's maybe eight tables, mm -hmm. a little Italian restaurant. And I'm sitting with my friend. It's just us back there, I thought. And then he goes, Look who just sat down at the other table, like three tables away from us. It was um, Julie Andrews and Julia Roberts. Together, huh? Yeah. And Dining they're, together. They were talking, and typically I wouldn't have trouble going up to someone and say, hey, man, big fan, mm -hmm. nice to see you, introduce myself. But I just didn't want to get near that table because they were, like, talking yeah. about something, you know, and mm -hmm. I, I really was intimidated. Well, I, I wouldn't know. I had the them thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> Good decision. The, the opening for me is is really what makes me nervous. How do I approach you, and what do I say? You know, what would I say to you? Hey, I'm a big fan. Is that... But then now, I'd like to have a conversation with you, and I don't want to go for the fan thing because then it gets weird. Then you think I'm looking for an autograph. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I, it doesn't matter to me what anybody says. You know, I mean, yeah, they say they're a fan or whatever. They love my work. 
But I remember going to the opening of Love in Vegas. Do you mm-hmm. know the Beatles thing? Yeah, I saw it. And uh, I was I was in like in the in the back room because uh, um, you know I was friends with some of those people like you know um, <clears throat> Paul McCartney was back there, Ringo, Yoko. And are you serious? Yeah. They were all there while while you were there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and Paul's talking to somebody, and this fan comes up with a uh, Abbey Road album or, or uh, Sergeant Pepper, mm-hmm. and interrupts Paul as he's talking for an autograph. And pa- Paul turns to him and goes, I'm in the middle of a conversation. Can't you see him? No, I can't give you an autograph now. I'm, I'm, I'm having a conversation. I, person. I felt so embarrassed for the guy. He blew it. This is my biggest fear, is, is the rejection. That's, exactly, that's yeah. exactly why I don't do it. Yeah. That's why. You don't want to be rejected. Uh-huh. Did the guy just melt? I mean, what, what, oh, oh I closed my eyes. I, <laughs> I think if somebody, no, I think I if like, somebody <laughs> has the goal to do that, if somebody comes up in the middle of, of, of Paul McCartney having a conversation with an album and asks him to sign, I think that's a guy that's just so oblivious that it probably didn't even affect him that, that Paul just told him no. Well, it's probably he, one of those he moments was, he's like, this is the only is, seven seconds I'm going to be in the yeah. same room with this guy. I'm not going to blow this opportunity. But I, but I um, <clears throat> I would occasionally get autographs from the hosts on Saturday Night Live when they came through because people were always asking me for charity items. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm tired of giving away money. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I always do it anonymously because, you know, I don't need the attention or anything. Yeah, yeah. But whenever you see the name anonymous on the list, that's me. <laughs> Man, you are generous. <laughs> Very generous. Cow. So when Paul McCartney was uh, the musical guest on SNL, I had one of the PAs run out and get a couple albums. You know, like, a, a, you know, Sgt. Pepper, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? And I had Paul sign it. And, uh, and I would keep those, you know, for charity. And Kurt Cobain was on once, and I had a PA go out and get a, uh, the book, the unauthorized biography of Kurt Cobain. And I had Kurt sign it in the hallway as he was walking toward the uh, studio. <clears throat> and I looked at it maybe a week later, and it looked like a third grader had written in it. It said, I am not uh, Liberace. Kurt Cobain. Wow, that's amazing. <clears throat> yeah. I do, need, do you still have that? I, still, I kept that one, yeah. Want to sell it to me? Yeah, I do. Anonymously, I brought my uh, my little brother uh, to his first concert. Loved the band Primus. Yeah, you know the band Primus. Loved the band Primus. So we were at the Roseland Ballroom in New York City. I brought him to the concert. After the show was over, people kind of wait around back for the band to come out. And people are there, you know, with their. I bought my brother a shirt on the street. So I said, take the, take the shirt and go up to the to the lead singer, and I'll sign it for you. You'll have it forever. He gets up. Lead singer grabs the shirt. He goes, I don't sign bootleg shirts and throw this, throws the shirt. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <clears throat> throws the shirt back at him. I get Devastated. It. No, yeah, I get I it, I got to say, I get it. Devastated. Yeah. Yeah, I get that, too. Yeah, but- he turned to a life of crime after that. <laughs> <laughs> God rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's bootleg in t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Nealon is at the uh, Helium Comedy Club. 7.30 and 10.30 are the shows tonight and tomorrow. What do you think you're most recognized for? I think my love of the community. No, no, no. no, no. When, people, when people come up to you, you it's know. Anonymous man. donations. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start donating things, by the way. And, and when it says for name, first name, anonymous, last name, Lee. I'm donating as anonymously. You know what it is now, Riz? It's um, of all the things I've done, Weed, Saturday Night Live, Man with a Plan currently, mm-hmm. um, people like this YouTube thing I'm going, I'm doing called Hiking with Kevin. Yes. I Love yeah. it. Oh, you love like that? love oh, thanks, it. Man. I am totally ripping it off from you, just Thank so you. you know. Yeah. Anyway, so I've been doing that, and uh, and I enjoy doing it. I edit it. You know, I hike with a different celebrity every mm-hmm. week, and then I post it on, on my YouTube channel on Thursdays. And um, it's it's just been really fun. You know, I got to hike with 
Kate Beckinsale. I mean, you have some big time celebrities yeah, on there. Conan, Sandler. Crazy ass celebrities. Yeah. Who just, oh, I mean, is there anybody that, that said to you like, eh, I'm not walking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to. Can we just not walk or? Well, I asked Steve Martin and he wanted to hike somewhere flat, like in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, we could do that. But maybe if we held like some bushes behind you. So David Spade, he's a flat line. Want any kind of incline at all. At one point, we were going up uh, literally about a 1% incline. He goes, are we going uphill now? Wow, he knew it. Oh. I don't know yeah. if you guys knew this, but it was originally going to be hang gliding with Kevin. That was rejected. Walking around Walmart with Kevin. Yeah. And uh, wrestling with Kevin. That's right. That's right. All of those fizzle it out. Couple Running lawsuits. with scissors with Kevin. Those didn't, those didn't work out. So we'll settle, on, we'll settle on hiking. But people seem to open up to you. They do. When they're outside, I found it's, it's a psychological thing, I guess. When they're outside, it's not a studio with a lot of lights on them or an audience. Or I'm, I'm not even really looking at them that much. I'm looking at the trail. They're much more forthcoming and revealing. Because I remember that just hiking, not doing a show. You pass people hiking. And, and you come up in the middle of a conversation. It's really kind of personal stuff, you mm -hmm. know? So, um, so yeah, I've kind of gotten a lot of information out of people that yeah, way. And you've gotten a lot of press doing this, this too. I mean, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of play on this, this hiking around. People like it because it's not that polished. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like a really highly polished thing. I edit it myself. Yeah. On Have you ever movie. seen it? Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. literally him walking with a selfie stick, selfie or at stick. least yeah. the ones that I've seen. Yeah. He's just walking in the woods, and then here comes Adam Sandler. But also, I, I added a drone to the mix. So I've now I have that. a drone. For the B-roll, wow! But Jeff's going to steal that from you. Bob. That's yeah. a perfect response. That's a perfect response to the uh, the the overproduced reality TV couple decades that we had there. <clears throat> and I think uh, Seinfeld hit it really well with comedians and cars. You know, because it seems whatever production is going on, it seems like just two guys in a car with a GoPro stuck on a windshield kind of thing, and that's really attractive to, to sort of you know get. But that one is really highly produced. You know, they have about fifteen GoPros probably or yeah. whatever they use. Uh, but, yeah, mine is just one on the stick. Yeah, I used to use great. my cell phone on just a selfie stick, but it was too shaky and people were complaining. Uh, but so um, some guy sent me a rig, like a carbon graphite selfie stick light with a GoPro on the end uh -huh. and an external mic with a, like a, a windsock over it. You know, so um, it's gotten a lot better. So who's coming up? Do we have any upcoming uh, um, Well, I, I, just, I just booked Courtney Cox mm -hmm. and uh, Joel McHale and David Sedaris. Wow. Yeah. So, I love what Bella Thorne was almost wearing. <laughs> Bella Thorne, like, um, you know, like 10 minutes into the hike, took off her top. Just she just had a bikini top on. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We're okay with that. That's when I was using just a cell phone. That's why there's six parts to her interview. Okay. What's what's the, like, what's the weirdest role that you get recognized for when you're out and about? The weirdest role? Yeah. Um... Like, is there anything that, like, somebody comes up and they're like, oh, my God, man, I can't tell you how much I loved you in, in Grandma's Boy. Yeah, you know, I get like, Grandma's Boy a lot or Happy yeah. Gilmore. Oh, Happy yeah. Gilmore. Yeah, that was good yeah. one. Um, little Nikki, maybe. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah, the weirdest yeah. one, you know, Pithead. Yeah. Oh, I forget. I, well, yeah. What was he's, he in Little Nikki? He was the guy he's, that he put boobs hell. on his head. I brushed on my right. head, yeah. That's one of the Sandler movies I only saw once. Oh, oh dude, it's so good. It's one of those when you... Can I go back and watch it? Yes, 100%. Oh, yeah. It's one of those when you watch, you're like, I don't know if I liked that. And then on yeah. third watch, you go... I think this is one of my favorite films. Yeah. And just for the killer soundtrack. You'd love just the soundtrack. I remember the soundtrack to it. It's I remember so, the premise of the it's movie. It's so ridiculous that it's it becomes a favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that's a watch a few times sort of thing. Yeah, you and Grandma's Boy as the uh, the, the, the CEO yoga guy. Hilarious. Hilarious. I tell you, you know, when they sent me that script, I you know, I, I've done a lot of Sandler films. They're kind of juvenile and mm -hmm. fun, you know. But when they sent me this one, this was a, produced by Sandler. He wasn't in it. It was Swartz and, you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Culvert and those guys. I read it. I thought, I got, this is where I got to draw the line. Really? This is just, <laughs> really? It's just too crass and too, you know, 
I mean, it that's was, how I felt the first time I saw it. The first time I saw it, I was like, this is really dumb. And then I watched it like <laughs> a month later and I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> so Sandler calls me and goes, Neil, I really hope you do this film because if you don't do it, you know, and it's a big hit, I'll feel bad. But if it's not a big hit, no one's going to see it anyway. So, you know, that's <laughs> just all right. Yeah. Like that's Alan, good logic. Alan needs his lead, he, his lead role. He's done the sidekick thing for. You know, nine films with oh, Grandma Sandler. Boys, the, Grandma's Boy is awesome. Yeah, like, but Covert, uh, uh, Alan, like, is that that's one of like the favorite parts of every Happy Madison is the little random side characters that, that guy does. Mm. So it's nice to see him. Yeah, like, even when Kevin's in all the all the Sandler movies. I mean, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Is is there anything you've said no to that wound up being like, oh man, should have been in this? No, but I because I say yes to everything. <laughs> but I, I, will, uh, I lean in. I will tell you that I hiked with Matthew Modine, which kind of inspired this hiking show I do. He was the first guy I hiked with. I said, mm -hmm. Matt, you want to go for a hike? He goes, sure. And we're hiking up this canyon. It's really steep. We're both out of breath. I thought, this would be a funny little clip if I interviewed him. Or you couldn't understand what we were saying because we're both so out of breath, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I did that, and that was funny. But on the way down the other side of the mountain, the canyon, I asked some serious questions. I said, Matt, did you ever turn down anything you regretted? And he rolled his eyes. He goes, dude, after, after I did um, Full Metal Jacket, it was a big hit. I was really picky, and my wife was picky, and we turned down so many. I turned down Back to the Future, the Michael J. Fox role. Oh. I turned down Tom Hanks, the big role, Charlie Sheen in Wall Street, and Tom Cruise role in Top Gun. Oh. I said, you idiot. He goes, wow. I know. Why would he turn those down? <laughs> what because was he waiting for? He was waiting for, you know, just, I don't know. It's like you get scared when you had so much success. You're afraid to, like, you know... And he, I mean, listen, he was great in Full Metal Jacket. I mean, yeah. He was Joker. He was, I mean, mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, but what would you, I mean, those are huge movies. I'd listen, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, you don't know these things are going to be big when they're offered to you. But, I mean, what are you waiting for? Well, he Oscar said he got scripts. a script from Oliver Stone. Was it Wall Street? Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't quite finished. And um, But it's still Oliver Stone. Yeah, but he told Oliver, he goes, well, you know, I, I'd love to read this and stuff. So, you know, when you're done, bring it back and I'll take a look at it. Never came back. Never came back. And Charlie, he the Charlie Sheen role. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, it's when you're in that position, it's kind of you, you get, can get too picky mm -hmm. and you don't take those little risks anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it says that Modine was, was asked to be the replacement for Eric Stoltz. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Eric Stoltz was the original. Yeah, and then they, they shot some of the movie right. with him in it. Which one? Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Back, Back to the, the Future. Back to the Future. That's right. Yeah, they shot some of the some of the movie with him in it, and, and then they took him, him out and, and asked Modine. Modine said no, and then they went to Michael J. Fox. Wow! Can you watch yourself in some of the old SNL uh, sketches? Uh, do you? Find yeah, I don't mind that. You but sometimes it? I watch it, and I I don't even remember being in that sketch. I don't know what's happening, <laughs> and then I see the ending. I go, oh, that's funny. Wow. <laughs> so you get to watch it for the first time. Yeah, you right? get to yeah, watch like, it for the first sorry. time. Like it's, like, all of us. it's like Game of Thrones. You know, I can't remember what happens in each one. And I can watch the same one over and over and go, think, okay, these are three new episodes. I love it. <laughs> so it doesn't like trigger something like it takes you back to that time uh, when you... When you mean you were, SNL? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if I watch an episode with Sting, I remember us sitting together and the conversation we had, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, James Taylor... I remember being on the craft service table with him and, you know, him inviting me to go out to dinner. With right. Him. You know, so I do remember stuff like that. It's just like when I do a joke, uh, you know, in my act, in my stand-up, I remember who I was with when I came up with that idea or, you know, who inspired that. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, yeah, those are little triggers for me. Wow. Hmm. Well, I, I tell you, legend, we love you on SNL and everything you do. Kevin Neal and everybody. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, you guys. So, new episodes of Hiking with Kevin. When are we going to see these? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Yeah, every yeah, Thursday. Still, still coming out every Thursday? Yeah, I just posted one with Brad Garrett. That's it. Oh, wow. Really funny. Cool. Huge uh, names on there. Huge names. Huge. I mean, he's huge. So. We, yeah, we, I, just read, I just read a thing about Brad Garrett where uh, I guess he was uh, on uh, the Tonight Show. I guess one of the first times he was on The Tonight Show, and he, Bill Cosby was the guest host, and and for Johnny Carson, whoever was was doing it then, and uh, Bill Cosby told him, "Do not do an impression of me," and Brad Garrett did an impression of him, <laughs> and wasn't invited out. back to The Tonight Show. I guess for a while, really, because of it. Huh. I think that was from my hike. He talked about was that, that from your hike? Yeah. Huh? Oh, that, wow. It was picked up uh, on some news. Uh, yeah, things. Yeah, wow. say there you go. Wow. I would have known that without Kevin Nealon. Now, a lot of our uh, uh, SNL, we've had a lot of SNL alum in here, and uh, one of the biggest questions we ask, speaking of guest hosts and things, is did you have a, a favorite or a least favorite, which is probably the more, uh, we're more interested in that one, a host that came through? Because, I mean, you always hear these horror stories about particular hosts or, yeah. or, or great stories about other uh, guys. I mean, you know, I didn't really have any horror stories. You know, people say um, Steven Seagal was... Were you, were you uh, on when he was? Uh, yeah, when, yeah. That, that's what the one everybody always says. Probably always the worst. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the worst SNL host <clears throat> of all time. I remember him standing in the hallway, as if he was a bodyguard for nobody around him. <laughs> <laughs> just protecting the yeah, door. Yeah, he's, he's his own bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just kind of standing there. You know. Are you messing with this guy? What this guy said, being me? Well, they said he was humorless. He wouldn't do anything. He well, we, you know, we, I think we did a Hans and Franz sketch with him, and where he's supposed to pick up these stuntmen and throw them into the walls where the breakable studs are, you know. But in the air show, he um, threw them into the regular part of the wall that didn't break oh away. Oh, and you know, stuntmen are so macho; they get up, you know, they're hurting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, they kind of crawl off. Uh, but um, but you know, favorite host? There's so many. I mean, was anybody that so surprised many. you? That you didn't think would be good, like off oh, this guy. Yeah. This is like an. I don't even know if you know who this is. Robert Mitchum. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Robert Mitchum. He makes deodorant, right? Right. <laughs> nope, that's no. Mitchell, but no, that's, no, that's a battery guy. Uh, but um, you, um, you know, you watch these guys come in, and they're so out of their element. And plus, he's older at the time now mm -hmm. too. And in the dress show, he was a little sketchy. You know, he kind of. Uh, wasn't it like his timing wasn't good? But the air show, he just came right on. Just crushed Perfect. it. Perfect. Crushed wow. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the athletes are fun, too, because they're fish out of water, you know, and, and they can do no wrong. We've had everyone from Michael Jordan on to Gretzky, you know, um, Joe Montana, all mm. these great athletes. Yeah. You know who was always good on there athlete-wise was Peyton Manning. He was always yeah. really good on Yeah, there. real mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Do you know what Peyton Manning did to me and his brother Eli? I go to the SNL 40th reunion. And the party afterwards at the Plaza Hotel, and I see Peyton Manning, and I don't know him. I'm like you. I'm you know I'm a little. Yeah. So I say nice. hi. So I go up. I say hey hey Peyton. I'm a big fan. I wasn't really. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we talk for a while, a small talk. And I thought I'd get a picture for my son. You know. So I said, hey Peyton, you mind if we get a a picture? He goes, yeah, no problem, no problem. So he gives a camera to uh, somebody over there. They take the picture, my cell phone, and he takes it. He goes, Eli, take a look at this, see if it's okay. Gives it to Eli. Eli looks at it. He goes, yeah, it looks pretty good to me. Gives it back to me. Half hour later, I go to text somebody, and my font is in Chinese on my phone. The entire, everything is Chinese. I have no way to get so out of it. So you got this routine. <laughs> so I thought, how did that, wait a minute, those Manning brothers. Manning. 
many people have done that to you? That is brilliant. That's brilliant. So I go back to the ballroom now where everybody's dancing, and I see Peyton. He's towering over everybody from across the room. He sees me, and he yells, hey, Neilan, how's your phone? (laughs) And so I find uh, Eli. And I, I go up to him. I said, "Put this back. I hate the Giants, man. I hate the Giants. I hate you, and I hate the Giants." And he smiled and he put it back. Yeah, then you burn their house down. And I burn their house burn down. Burn their house yeah. down. Both. Force them into retirement, like tomorrow right. or today. I'm the great Kevin Nealon, everybody. Thank you, everybody. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Oh boy, it's time yeah. for the real or fake results. Uh, Mr. Donnie Fandango joins us in the studio. He has the results in his hand. Hello, Donnie. I love the email. That I get from uh, Joe in our internet department. It's Which just says, always awesome. Boob results. <laughs> That's right. Well, what, uh, just another another uh, sign of my job kicking a lot of ass. All right. Well, uh, let me break this down for you. First of all, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Big thanks to Patricia's, the fine sponsor of Real or Fake. The results through week six. Currently, I'm in last place. I have 15 points. Burton. Right behind me, with 16 points. Moonman has 17 points. And Matrico, the current king of cans, with 20 points. Now, we played at 21. Yes. With one point for a correct real or fake answer. Two points for your lock of the week if you're right. Zero points locked out for the entire week if you're wrong. Now, Patrico could close it out this week. I could. All right. So, let me see. For dramatic purposes, we'll start with the results... uh, We'll go photo number two, three, and number one, because we're all locked in at number one. Okay, here, here's the and, funny thing. And we thing. all have the same answers for right. number one. And here's what's funny about photo number two. If Riz, if you get this one wrong, you can only start praying for lockouts. Because <laughs> you are you will no longer be, you know, if you get this one wrong, you're going to be two points well, away Burton from Burton. Well, and I have different picks on photos number two and three. Right. So if you get this wrong, you're going to be two away from Burton. So you could only hope for a lockout. Now, if you get this right, if you get this right, then it ups the ante because if you get the next one right, well, let's do this. then it could be. Let's get it. <laughs> I can't wait. Rip All right. So, so What a laugh, Patrico. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that noise was. It was and exciting. By the way, did somebody spell Kool-Aid on this? Because... <laughs> no, that was sitting on my desk. My binder was on my desk, and I came up, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, cool. Overnight, this is now soaking like my wet. My real or fake results, like my um, <laughs> score page is like. Looks like high C, like Look, a high C state. Everything in this binder got high C on it. Everything in this binder got wet. I don't know what happened. All right, but, here we go. All right, a so description stop stalling. Of photo number two, please. <laughs> photo number two, purple bra. Uh, what a rocking body here. Uh, this chick has got some cleavage showing. Uh, fantastic boobs. If these are real, then uh, huzzah to her. Everybody has gone fake except for real. Who's gone? Uh, Riz, who's gone real? Oh, and this is number two. Boys. This is photo, this is number, photo two. number two. All right, so we're all. You guys are all fake. I'm the only one that gets real on this. Correct. So, all right, Donnie Fandango. All right, uh, the uh, listeners said 33% real, 67% fake. No! Ladies and gentlemen, these boobs are real. Yeah! Yeah! They are real. Boy, it got real interesting <laughs> he jumped. here, didn't it? Riz jumped up and down. All right, so so so, give yourself some points, Riz. Right. Give yourself it's a point. It's not over yet. I'm no, not out give of points. Give yourself a point. Okay. So that means that you are now at 16. I'm How 16 important points. are these next, this next pick? <laughs> this next pick is so damn important. 
that I'm going to throw up right now. Yeah, you got to get some camera time on Burton here. Because hey, he is sweating. Have we decided what happens in a sweating. tie? Yes, in a tie, it goes to the listeners. It goes to the listeners. It okay. will be a listener vote. Goes however, to the listeners who have already seen my however, boots. However, there the will be no tie. Shush. There will be no tie. You just got shushed. With, there won't be a tie? No, because it'll either be Riz wins, or Riz is ahead of you, or it's a lockout. That's right. <laughs> so you are now hoping for lockout, Burton, because you have different picks here. I'm so confused. Just tell me if I got to do it or not, okay? You can just lie to me and say, yeah, you lost. I'm like, okay. All right, so as we sit right now, Patrico, 20 points. Moon's got 17 points. Burton and I have 16 points. (laughs) Damn it. All right, let's do uh, a description of photo number three, please. Number three, huge, ginormous boobs in a blue, navy blue bra here. These things are massive. They were taken in a bathroom. Uh, Everybody has gone real. Except for Riz, who has gone fake. This is oh, making his boy. <laughs> oh, my God. This is it. Look at the son of a bitch nose. Look at him. All this right, is you. what I love because Bur- this could be it. I mean, well, Donnie's, besides Donnie's the lockout. ultimate poker face. All right. All right uh, so I'm fake. Everybody else is real. All right. Uh, the listeners. very nervous. So am I. Oh listeners say 79%. Li- 79% of listeners say that they're real, uh, while 21 say fake. These boobs are Fake. Yeah! Oh my oh, God. God. No yeah. way! Yeah. <laughs> Chris fell to his knees! He fell to his knees! He's on the ground! There Chris is. is laying on the ground! He is <laughs> Did Riz pass out? Did Riz pass out? Chris! Chris is We've had Burton calling shenanigans. We've had we've had Rizzuto wallowing on the ground. Oh my god. However, <laughs> however, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news here. But you're gonna be. This could all mean nothing if we're yeah, all locked okay, out. So photo number one. Oh boy, let me update the score Son for you. Bitch. Uh, Patrico's got 20 points. Moon has 17 points. I now have 17 points, and Burton's got 16 points. He is the current seller dweller. Oh, boy. Who wants to see him? They, you've already seen him. Yeah, but not with fruit hitting him and on a and trampoline. trampoline. Oh, yeah, yeah, much, much, much different, dude. <laughs> all right. Photo number one. This is what it all comes down to. Photo, Photo number one. Number one. Black and leopard print bra. It looks like these things have been jammed in here with everything possible. The shirt is busted wide open. Donnie, I'd everybody, like to see you in the hallway real quick. Everybody has gone real. Everybody has locked in. It all comes down to this. We either reset and go back to where we were at the beginning of the week, or it's I over. I can't take it another week. Or it's over. So we all locked in at real. Everybody locked, Everybody in, locked, at locked real. in at real. Yeah, so, so, so Burton was a lockout. So yes, if, yes if Burton these, does. Burton's hoping for fake. If these are fake, everybody's locked out. We reset the scores. If they're everybody's real, back to if what they're they real, at. it's over. I put on the crown, and Burton is getting topless <laughs> on the trampoline. You put on a crown, I take off my shirt. All right. Donnie Fandango. Photo number one. Real or fake? All right, listeners said 68% real as opposed to 32 fake. The answer, these boobs are real. Yeah! There it is. Yeah! Yeah! I'm come back kid. Yes! Yeah! He's already called himself the comeback kid. Where's the boobs? He 
hits a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. Hey, can we not forget about the king of Kansas? Who cares about that? (laughs) You are totally being overshadowed. There is a good possibility I'll get fired before I have to do this, right? No. I mean, not at all. No, sure. Not not at all. If I were the cellar dweller, there you would be. Would they probably throw in a cabbage at me? (laughs) No, it'd be a can of something, like peaches or something like that. And that's real or fake. The Rizzuto Show. Rewinds. How do you guys feel about sappy commercials? You know, the commercials that pull out the heartstrings. Yeah. Ah, good. I love a good Folgers commercial Mm. around Christmas time. When somebody unexpectedly comes home and just brews a cup of Folgers. Timmy's home from college. He didn't (laughs) tell anybody. He woke us up by making Mm. coffee. You're talking about like cheesy sappy. Yeah, cheesy sappy. Because I've been angry with the, uh, the, uh, the super sad one since I was a kid. Since I realized a commercial could affect me and like, you know, pull me in and draw me and sell me. Like what way? Oh, dude, don't you remember? I, I, okay, I was a kid. It was the very, very first time I ever saw the, um, like, uh, like starving kids, like you know, like one of those oh, Saturdays like feed the kids yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, one of the, I, dude, it, I, like, I was crying. I was like a seven-year-old kid, and I was crying. Yeah, that's for like a charity. Yeah, yeah. Listen, but I, I went to my parents, and I was like, "Why aren't we giving money to this? You know, do you guys give money to this?" And my dad was like trying to educate me as best he could, as you know, a seven-year-old, like. He's like, I give my money here, I get, you do this, and you can't do it for everything. Don't you worry about it, son. I got this. Yeah, and I was yeah. crying. I was like, my parents are monsters. And and, <laughs> and then it started to make sense over the course of that year. I remember going, I am so angry that I am susceptible to somebody paying for a TV commercial and selling me on something. I was crying. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some old school, like, sappy commercials. <sighs> Just real tug at the heartstrings. Oh, yeah, like I, I gum? The the uh, APA ones are the the dog the animal ones. That's a charity though too, right? You're oh, not yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, those. Yeah, oh, yeah. Talking oh, you're like, talking non charity. Yeah, not like Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> I know one. Or, I know one. Or the, or the old Indian standing next to the river with all the trash in it, and he had the tear coming down. No, that's I, not. I know one that's, that's newer. That's a real sappy one. What? The woman that is getting ready for work. She's got her new dress on and her jewelry and her makeup, and she come downstairs. She stands at the thing, and she goes, how do I look? And he goes, perfect. And then she takes her wig off. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's bald because she's got cancer. And he goes, yeah. now you look perfect. Yeah. That's, and it's for coffee creamer. One. Yeah, that's a, hmm. yeah, that's a, that's a tug of the heartstrings. It's, it's for coffee creamer. There's a new one for the new Volkswagen vehicle. Uh, they have a, a new seven passenger oh, the urn. Is that the urn? They yeah. drive the urn of the dead, Grandpa's the dead, urn, the yeah. dead grandfather's ashes. They drive across country. <laughs> and it shows oh, the, that's, the that's grandkids tearing too. up, and it shows grandma tearing oh, up. There was some sort of note yeah. like, oh, take me everywhere I didn't get to go. And yes, got, yeah. yes. But make yeah. sure it's in a Volkswagen. Right, oh, yeah. it's so sappy. The new seven <laughs> passenger. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a Volvo. No, I bring it up because there <laughs> ooh, is. Ooh, sorry, God. before you do it. The other one is when, I believe it's for a car commercial, or it might be for dog food. One of the two. <laughs> it's either cars but it's, or dog yeah, food. But when the kid, the kid is a kid and he gets the puppy, and then the kid is a teenager and the puppy's a little bit older, and he goes, come on, Duke. And the dog jumps in the back seat. Come on, Duke. The dog jumps in the back seat. Then he goes... Come on, Duke, and the dog like slowly. Crawls oh yeah, the, the dog's seat. getting—he's getting, he's getting oh, older yeah. with the dog. Yeah, so it's basically Marley and me condensed down into a minute and a half. Right, uh-huh. and then and, yeah, <laughs> it's and then, for Subaru. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> no, it's something like that. And then at the end, it shows like him giving his kids a brand new puppy, and and like he goes, "We should name him Duke." Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. <laughs>
You hear a gunshot in the background? My wife cries. My wife cries hearing it. I swear to God. Uh, oh, there's I, a, out with the old Duke, in with the new. Yeah, there, there's a commercial running in England. It, this is... It's from McDonald's. And uh, it's where a boy asks his mom to tell him about his dead father. Man. And wait till you find out what they have in common. The only thing... Mom. Yes, love? What was Dad like? He was big and cuddly, your dad. Tall as a house. And big, big hands. Come on, little un. He was never scruffy. Always smart. And his shoes. So shiny, you could see your face in it. Mm -hmm. Dad played football, didn't he? Yeah, he was good. Captain, I think. No. Yeah. Hey. You were the right catcher, Dad. A wow with all the girls. Did he have blue eyes, like me? No. Brown. Think so. What was your dad's favourite, too? Tartar sauce. Ah, filet of fish, Hold that's it. His chin. <laughs> you got all it. that! <laughs> It's a commercial for filet fish <laughs> I know this is this is this yeah. is this is very this is very insensitive to say, but great football, just like you. Hey, can if you go back and play? If stepdad came in and said, "Screw that, get a Big Mac, son." Can you go back into the uh, to the whole thing where he says, "Does he have blue eyes like me?" Doesn't it sound like what's his name, Vinny Jones? Wait, wait. From Green Street Hooligans and yeah, Euro Trip. Captain, I think. He liked techno. <laughs> yeah. He was a right catchy dad. A wow with all the girls. Did he have blue eyes like me? No. Brown. No. Brown. <laughs> no. Brown. Waiting for the guy coming and go. Your dad was a dork. Yeah. <laughs> or he just walked by. Everybody, everybody was a white Your dad guy. was a dork and his shoes were shiny because he was a pervert. Everybody. Hello, hated your dad. <laughs> he deserved it. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. You know what your dad loved? He loved filet of fish. Ole, ole, That wasn't really your dad. Yeah, what she didn't tell you, he was a drunk and got hit by you. a bus. Something to tell you, Pat. Just kidding, it really I'm wasn't sorry. your dad. We're here at McDonald's to meet your real dad. <laughs> He's working the drive thru. What if she goes? What if she goes? That was your dad's favorite tea, filet of fish. <laughs> Mom, how did dad die? Lethal injection. Oh, oh my oh, god, boy. dude! I thought mine was dark. Oh, damn. Goodness. <laughs> your dad died eating a filet of fish. Hey, Jordan, what's another commercial? Like sappy commercial that gets you? This one's a brand new one, but the new Pampers commercials for the preemie diapers. Oh, where they show, uh, like, the preemies? Yeah, oh, no yeah they show the preemies and play the really sad, you know, real sad music. I know what he's talking about. Have you yeah, seen oh, it? No, I haven't. It, Thank you, it, it's, it's something like, even when you arrive too early, Pampers is here for you. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Or something oh, like that. Like, it's really, like, like... Way over the top. You're like, ooh. Like, it's almost <laughs> to the point where you're watching the commercial, you're like, hmm, this is kind of touching. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I don't I'm even have a baby. I'm going to go get some. Filet of fish, Governor. That is a little, a little much. For Enjoy his filet of fish. Your dad died in a terrible car accident. Okay, <laughs> Mom. Filet of fish. Died on his way to McDonald's, actually, to get a filet of fish for me. Wow. Well, they've done that guilt, Governor.
What was my dad like? He liked McDonald's. I never met him. Here's that commercial in America. You ready? Hey, Mom, tell me what Dad was like. He liked food. Okay, cool, Mom. Let's go get some McDonald's. Thank you. That Happy Meal's not bringing back your father, just so you know. Jesus, dude. What? I don't know. I just if we coming in hot. We sure push the limits of darkness on occasion. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. I tell you what, and we'll get into this uh, Garth Brooks thing, because man, what an extravaganza! I have never, I've never seen more people packed into one place for a concert. Yeah, without a doubt. Saturday night, the dome, seventy-five thousand plus inside that place. Jeez. That time lapse that they put, I think the uh, post put it together. Have you seen that? No, it was from start. I loved it. <laughs> it was from start until finish of people filing in and people filing out. And it is incredible to watch. It's like a sped up time lapse of it. It's incredible. I'll say that. So I had to pick up my ticket to the will call window and I saw the line outside to get into the dome. And I got there around uh, 7.15. And I was right in. I mean, got pretty much right in. That's good. 7, 7.15, right in. They were pretty. Uh, they were pretty accommodating there. They had that line moving. Now I know they. They. The tickets at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he held off going on stage until just about everybody was in. Mm. But I said there was no way I was driving down there. No way. I don't know how you got down there, Moon. Did well, you drive? Yeah, I drove, and I I was down there. The nice thing is, I was down there at one thirty. Okay, so you're down there early so enough to get greatest, ample parking. I got the greatest parking spot of all time. And did you leave your car there, or did you? I left it. I didn't see it. I was in the I was in the uh, the stadium from two o'clock on. I fell for both of you and everybody else down there because wasn't the home and garden show going on too? Yes, it was. Yeah. I can't believe that they would schedule it at the same time. But there was, I mean, a well, good there was mix the of home and garden show the day at the convention center. There was the Garth Brooks show, and there was a basketball thing over at Enterprise. Oh, boy, yeah. So, I mean, it was, downtown was hopping. Isn't that crazy? I wow. got the video pulled up on the screen here. Wow. Those people like, my so God. Cool. Oh, that's <laughs> from the Post-Dispatch? Uh, I don't know who posted this. I know the Post reposted it. Wow. It's oh, like, like a, a bulldozer's just shoveling yeah. people And then in. now the concert's going on. Everybody's having fun inside. And then here we go. The dome is about to throw up. And oh, here it comes out. <laughs> everybody out. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I um, I went out to dinner first, left the car there, and took an Uber from from the restaurant to the dome. And uh, the, the Uber driver's like, listen, I'll get you as close as I can, but it's a nightmare down there. And he showed me the map. I guess he had ways pulled up. Yeah, it was just red. And everything was red yeah, around the boy. dome. Meaning streets are either blocked off or nightmare traffic or he was able to get us about a half a mile away. Jeez. Yikes. So he got us a half mile to the dome, so we had to hoof it. I'd not imagine between those three events it was a banner night for Uber. My wife's like, Oh, we gotta walk? But my shoes. I'm like, that's your fault. My shoes. I don't <laughs> want you to get wear them those dirty. shoes. Piggyback? Yeah, you didn't I got you? heels on. Did what? you throw her on That's your, your back? Fault. Come on. I thought it was boots only in there. <laughs> <laughs> As we were walking, we crossed um, right through the uh, the Missouri Athletic. Uh, the, the, the MAC? The MAC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That parking lot there. 
and a woman pulled up. She was sitting in traffic. It was a, it was an African American lady, and she stuck her head out the window. She goes, "What's going on?" <laughs> I said, "White people convention." Oh no, you did not. <laughs> oh my jeez, oh, dude. <laughs> Wow. That's gnarly. That is pretty. Reversing everything we're trying to do over here. Pretty, pretty crazy. She laughed, and I said, Garth Brooks concert. She said, ah, who? (laughs) It's all this traffic here. It's a a Menudo concert. Don't worry about it. it (laughs) It was pretty organized as far as inside inside the dome goes. Hmm. And there was not a seat to be found in that place. Not a seat. I've never seen anything like it. They said that was the second biggest crowd the Dome has ever seen. Wow. Number one, the Pope. The Pope got, I think, a, a couple, two, three more people in there. Yeah. Jeez. He didn't do as many songs, though, did he? Are you, no. Are you sure? Because I heard right as it was approaching it that it was technically more people than than the Pope. And it was the single biggest event. The, I, I, the, what I heard, heard, and maybe that changed. I had heard it was number two. As far as concerts go, by far number one. Yeah. And I'd asked, you know, because it was, you know, it was, it was very crowded, you know, outside the dome too. There's, there's no way the the Pope, uh, that mass had one hundred four thousand people. Oh, okay. So oh, wow. Okay. One hundred four thousand. What are they just hanging them in the rafters? <laughs> no, I mean you got to think like there wasn't really a stage for when the Pope was here. It was like. I mean, it was a stage, but it wasn't any sure. type of production. It was a rectangle stage. Yeah. The Pope didn't just... have pyro when it was here. No, 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 no. And they <laughs> neither did Garth, the by the way. They no pyro on the floor with people. Nothing. So. No pyro. Wow. There was some confetti. That was it. Confetti and a couple cannons. That was it. That's all I saw. Was there confetti inside of the cannons? Yes. <laughs> some would call them confetti cannons. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd ask somebody who had been at the uh, at the Pope event. Was that in, in the year 2000? The Pope that event. That was in 98 or 90, uh, January sure? 26, 1999. 1999, yeah. Okay. I think it was 99. Thank you. Yes. They said outside the dome was a little crazier then because people, even though they didn't have a ticket for inside, they just wanted to be oh. near it. So they, were account- they, they had to be counting people outside. There's no way they put 100,000 people says, in that building. It That's a fire violation. PJP2. Leader of the world's Roman Catholics uh, celebrated mass with 1,004 people led in service. Blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, it says that people. It was 54 degrees outside. The high temperature was 68, and people just hung out. Yeah, outside. And yeah, didn't they but have, they're not saying that's, right, that, that was the attendance. Kind of, otherwise, there's 54,000 people with somebody on their shoulders in, in, inside the dome. I think they had satellite rooms too in the convention hall. For the Pope. Uh, oh, America Center, I bet you they, yeah. they probably... Ooh, maybe. Maybe they did do that. And that don't that. count. Pope. Because they had to do that for Weird Al. You why got, you, why, you, you, got why are you coming that hard? Yo, you're going hard at the Pope right now. You better stop going hard at the Pope. Pope's a Garth Brooks fan. Everything's fine. Who had a bigger hat, the Pope or Garth Brooks? You might be smited, <laughs> and I wouldn't want that. Get out of here. You can't You can't bring me down. How am I going to bring you down? Not today. It's Garth Brooks Day plus two. And we'll get to your story in a second here. If you've been following Moon on the social medias this weekend, you'd know that something happened. There was an incident. <laughs> Moon, there was an incident with him and Garth. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, this is that became that is the world's the Pope at the Dome is the largest indoor gathering in the United States, not just at the Dome in the United States. Period. Hundred and four thousand people in attendance is what ah, you say. Take that, Garth. Wow. <laughs> 
take that, Gareth. <laughs> we were trying to figure out how much money he made. Not the Pope. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> how much money he made that night? 75000 plus. I don't know how much were tickets. I think the cheapest tickets was 80 bucks. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, because I averaged, if it was 60 on average, no. That's already four point five million. That's twenty dollars less per ticket. That's that's six mil. That's a cool six mil. I think we figured. That's if it's eighty dollars, average. I think we figured probably seven point five mil. Plus, he had in concessions and merch sales because we were going to buy a Garth Brooks shirt for our neighbor who was watching our kids that night, and the line was no thanks. Mm. I'll get you one online. Would have been there for half the show. Right. And you can tell there's not much stuff being done in that dome as far as concessions go. Because where we were, I thought the poor bartender was going to start crying. <laughs> you saw us online. Yeah. In line. In, it was in line. line. Yeah. Sorry. In line. Yeah. For beer. And we were, I mean, we were standing there for a good half hour. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Well, oh, yeah, yeah I, I saw your ladies first, and I was like, where are the boys? <clears throat> and then, oh, they're, they're in line. I went up there, and you were still 65 people deep in yeah. this line. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we'll take 75 beers, so we don't yeah. have to come back. <laughs> oh, and that's why I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't get up. I didn't see the merch lines. I didn't anything, because as soon as I was in my seat. Yeah, you were hunkered I like, down. I was like, I'm the moving. You sorry. were in, and I, I had pretty good seats. My seats were all right. Kind of dead center. Seats were all right. Your seats were perfect. It was, like you had the TV line. You know what I mean? Like you were the cameraman. Yeah, I was kind of dead center. And uh, the seats we had were actually like at an end table. Yeah, this cat had like a box. Like it was, it, it wasn't a box, but like he had glass partitions, so he didn't have to talk to his neighbors. Like it was perfect. Yeah, I didn't even talk to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she was on this side of glass. <laughs> all right, see ya. What did he play for two and a half hours? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I know, know he played thirty songs. Jeez, oh, he played thirty songs. I knew uh, <sighs> "Friends in Low Places," which was terrific. Uh, "Thunder Rolls" was the tenth song he played. I knew the uh, two Pina Colada song. Yeah, that's a second, good one. That's right? a good one. That was a third. And he did a bunch of covers. Actually, Trisha Yearwood came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did Fishing in the Dark. I love that song. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Fishing in the Dark, That's that was a highlight, actually. Did he do Achy Breaky Heart or no? That's not him. Oh. Nope. Well, neither is <laughs> I heard he's going to do dark, some covers. But... So I didn't... That's the uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Mm-hmm. That's a cover. Yeah, Trisha Yearwood came out, did a couple of her songs. He did a Billy Joel cover. Well, remember, well, yeah, yeah. And Billy Joel was a co-writer of Shameless, I think, and uh, a couple other songs. So that's, you know, same era. I know the dance. It's a good song. I know that one. That was... Uh, but man, the guy looked like he was having a blast. Like he was having a good time out there. Yeah. Listen, also, when you're probably going to pocket two mil. Yeah, I'd have a <laughs> smile on my face. When you're going to clear two mil. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what we figured he made. That's like his, that's his takeaway. His takeaway. After yeah. paying the band. Yeah. And I, I could be wrong. I have no idea. I'm just well, guessing. When does that hit the bank account? About now or how long is yeah, that? You take? got direct deposit. <laughs> Here's what's in there, but here's what's available. Sorry. Uh-huh. Make sure you, when he walked off stage, they go, make sure you fill out your time card. <laughs> but just looking around that place and every <clears throat> single person was screaming their, their lungs out. Knew every song. It, I mean, you talk about the Pope. 
For some people, it was a, you could tell, it was a religious experience for some people. Yeah. Smiles on their faces. Place was rocking. Everybody looked like they had a great time. That's good. And here comes Moon. Here comes Moon. I say, I text him when I get there. I said, hey, uh, where you at? Where you, where you sitting? And, uh. You had texted me that the section you were, and I said, "Oh, it's that's yeah. that's not that far away. Swing by, swing by where we are." And then you texted me a picture of you on stage, and I said, "Is that Garth Brooks? Are you on stage with Garth Brooks?" I was. And he was to get a sweatshirt on, and you were behind a microphone, and he was, you know, had his guitar slung around his shoulder. And I, what? And you were kind of vague as to what I said. Did you sing with Garth Brooks? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't like, yeah. I was like, yes, my life has been made. So what happened? Because remember we talked on Friday. You're like, I don't yeah. know if I'm going to meet him or not. I didn't. I didn't know. Um, you want the full rundown? The full rundown? Because it's a hell of a story. Okay, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm giving it to you. Um, okay, so for, for years and years, I, I've known uh, a relative of his, but I've never asked a single question. As soon as I found out... That uh, or or was told that he was a relative of him, this friend of mine. I was like, I can never say anything because I will, I'll freak out. Like this right. is the only guy I don't really have like heroes or, or or musical heroes except for Garth Brooks. Right, and and yeah, you've said that in the past. Uh, well, I know when he was shouting at the band and stuff. I guess the manager, his manager, is from here. Went to Normandy High School. Yeah. I don't know if that was the connection or. No. no, Garth's nephew, who's an incredible dude, and I met his family. His family is. The most genuine, incredible people on earth. Mm -hmm. So, uh, long, to, to try to get it down to uh, radio time, um, he called me and said, uh, "I have good news and bad news. Um, the good news is, I think I have uh, a ticket for you. This is Garth's, the relative. This is Garth's you. nephew. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this is my buddy. And uh, I think you're going to need to be down here. Um, usually, when he's in town or when we go to shows, you know, we hang out around sound check time, or because we're not going to get a lot of time with him after the show. So we'll hang out before." Mm -hmm. And you might have you might have an opportunity. He's trying not to get my hopes up, and I'm trying not to get my hopes right. up or anything. Because I don't need, I didn't need this. I was. You were like, good just going to the show. Oh, dude, I just I'm that guy that I just want to be. If I was in the same stadium as the guy, I would have died happy. Like yeah. this, this is my dude. This uh -huh. is, he's the reason that I play music. It, there's literally a moment. Sure. Uh, and don't do the piano, even if I start crying, because I, I may start crying, and I'm not kidding. If you start crying, the piano may. Happen. You can't do it. Don't. The don't, piano's don't, coming out, dude. If, if you start crying, the piano. <laughs> Learn how to play Listen, the piano if he the doesn't. The piano guy standing at the door. Uh, I'm not. I'm not an emotional reactor. I I, uh, I shed about twelve tears a decade, and I shed them all on Saturday. And uh, please don't start crying here. I'm I'm trying. I'm I'm trying. So, oh, dude, if so, you start crying, don't 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 don't. Please stop. Oh, I'm gonna make fun of you. You can make fun of me all you want. I don't care. Nothing's <laughs> touching me. So Garth Brooks Day starts, and uh, he says, "Come on down here, uh, you know, around this time." So, so I did. <laughs> I was there like forty minutes early, just standing around, like, uh -huh. "What was right. happening?" Were you by yourself, or you? I was you, by myself. No, lady? no, I wasn't able to bring Mallory, and because um, uh, we weren't sure what was going to happen, and uh, you, you, you know, even the family never really knows, yeah. especially because it's the first day of the tour. Remember, so I wasn't expecting much. And uh, he says, "Hey, uh, Garth's road manager is going to come out and get you. He's a tall fella, whatever." So I was like, "Okay." So I see him, and uh, he's like, C come on in, you know, puts the pass on me. He didn't speak in country? What? 
He's a tall drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he was six foot tall, six yeah. two with so his hat put, on. He puts a knee high or grasshopper. <laughs> he puts the sticky pass on me. And it's got my name on it, and we walk in, and we're going through the halls, and he's like, have you ever seen Garth? And I was like, no, you know, um, I haven't. And he's like, well, there's a, there's this family, you know, you know Mike, go on over. And I, I walk over, and I see I see my buddy, and I, I hug him. I'm like, dude, you have no idea. Like, I can't believe this. I'm, yeah, you yeah. Know, I'm on the floor right in front of the stage just looking at this, this Even stage. That, just that would just be Just seeing a drum kit that close. That's I'm, cool. I'm yeah. freaking out. These are the dudes that I've been listening to that, that, that changed my life in, mm-hmm. you know, like 1990. And uh, I'm talking to Mike, and, I, and I'm and I'm I'm just I'm thanking him, and I and I meet his mom, and uh, and then I hear to my left Garth Brooks, and yeah. he's right there, and he shakes my hand, and I just went numb. I, I went I went wow. total fangirl. Dude. What's, what's the first thing you out. said to him? I really don't know. I don't know what I said. I, I went I went numb. It was like a spiritual. Did you at experience. least have a firm handshake? Hell, I don't know. I don't know. You dead fish. I don't know. You dead fish, Garth Brooks, bro. But listen, hand sweaty. I know that I said um, that the reason I've been able to provide for my kids the way that I have with my livelihood is because of him, and it started with him. Uh huh. Which brought tears to his eyes, which brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me let me get it together. Don't don't no piano yet. Not not, not yet. (laughs) Get out of my face, Jeff. (laughs) Gotta see if there's tears. (laughs) That'll help. That'll help dry him. The piano guy is 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 he's cracking his knuckles knuckles right now. Just wait. So it brings tears to his eyes, which brings tears to my eyes. And then he says, "Here, put my number in your phone, and and text me anytime you need anything or want to talk about songwriting or that kind of stuff." So then I'm shaking and I'm 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 just freaking out. Let me borrow your phone real quick. Yeah, me too. We we call him right now. No, no. So then, hey, do you have him? T- do you have him on your phone? It's just Garth. Just that. No last name. <laughs> so, so, so I, I'm, I'm like, my fingers don't work. I think I said that. I was like, I, my, my fingers don't work. I, I don't know what to do. This doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense. And it didn't. It, it was just like cloud nine dream. It was very uh-huh. surreal and didn't feel. It didn't feel. I mean, it felt right, but it didn't feel right because it just didn't feel real. And uh, nicest dude. So so very genuine and gracious and and I, and I mean that wholeheartedly like, like the dude is an example to me as not just a performer but as a as a man as a dad as everything I'm I'm still pretty hung up about him his number in your phone yeah, is it under is it under it's just Garth. my friend Garth <laughs> No it's just Garth Best Or is it under is it under GB <laughs> No it's Best just friend Garth, Garth. <laughs> And and I I he said he said uh, you know text me so I have your number and uh, and I was like ah, I don't think I'll ever text you I, I was I was just flabbergasted uh, that I'm standing next to this guy. Uh, he didn't need to say a word. I, it would would have made my life plus some uh, just just standing there knowing sure. that I was next to him. So we're 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 talking a little bit. Had a great conversation. Just just kind of about music. He he just knew I, he knew I was a performer. His family had told me uh, told him about some of the stuff that I do, and uh, we kind of talked it out. We were t- we were talking about not playing on a click and having that control of pushing and pulling. Sure. And, and sure. just sort of had like uh, per- music, you know, inside our music. Stuff. Yeah, we just some talking per- shop performer talk. Just two thing. musicians talking shop. And he then, just did that so he could write the lunch off. You know. Just, that. <laughs> yeah, right. So then uh, so then he. He's like, uh, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta go. We, we, you know, his first show of the tour. So he, he just goes around the, the, the stage and he gets up there. And first of all, we, we talked about um, some of the songs that I've performed. He said, "You ever done any of my yeah. songs?" And I was like, "Yeah, and solo shows. You know, I do different arrangements and, and, and I've done a few." And I told him some of my favorite songs. And he goes up and starts playing acoustic and just testing stuff out. And he's got the Garth mic on. It's mm-hmm. just him, you know, him in his hoodie, and he's playing guitar. And he's, he's. Yeah, he was he was dressed out. If you no want, if pants you look, on. If you look at the picture, stop it. <laughs> And he starts doing uh, some of the songs, um, 
that I mentioned, and he played, I don't know, I, I just went, I, I instantly, like, the family's seen this a hundred times, so, you know, the 11 yeah, family them, members, it's, it's a very, there's nobody in this, in the stadium except yeah. for his family and me, and I don't, I'm, I'm still just, I can't believe I'm here, I don't know why, what I did to deserve this, I'm, 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 I'm almost like panicked in this very weird stoic way. And I go up to the front of the stage because I got to watch this. Like I'm, yeah, I'm of getting course. A, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm getting a, a private concert, and I don't go to my phone. Was the or full nothing. band on stage? No, it was, just him. It was just him, and he played his acoustic for I don't know forty minutes, maybe just just him testing things out. Played all, all a bunch of my favorite songs mm-hmm. that I mentioned that he did not play that evening. Then Trisha Yearwood comes out. And they they're testing stuff out, and they're doing another's eyes, and and this song and that song, and it, and then she comes over and introduces herself to, to me and says hi to the family, and he's still going, and I'm just I'm just a a, a kid studying every move and, and just taking it in. I'm just taking it, soaking in. it in, taking it in, trying not to cry. Yeah. Uh, then the band comes up. Band comes up and dude, these guys, this is a, I mean, this is his old band. I've been listening to these guys. Yeah, on when CD he when he introduced the band, they all these guys have been with him twenty plus years. Oh, yeah, every right. single and, one of and them. And a couple yeah. of them I recognized like by face, which is it even shocked me. I was like, oh my god, they, I, I know that dude. And uh, they they start and they sound exquisite, like I mean, just flawless. And uh, then I hear the the thunder from from Thunder Rolls, which was the moment. In 1990, that like changed everything for me, and I, I kind of briefly told him that story. And he don't hit the piano, uh, don't hit the piano yet. Don't Hang on, do it, do it. no, no, don't do it. And uh, he says my name and says get up here, and I'm um, and I'm not kidding. My face went numb, like like my face went numb, and mm-hmm. I, I I'm pretty sure I forgot all the uh, words in the English language. And I was like, there's no way he's there's no way he's asking me to come up there. That's, that's not going to happen. He's talking to somebody else. And then he tells his crew member, he's like, make sure he gets up here. All right. And then I, I come up on stage, and the whole time I'm like, "Please, please don't make me sing. Please, I, 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 I'm sh- physically mm-hmm. shaking. How am I supposed to sing it?" Right. And guys, you know me. I'm not a nervous guy. Sure. I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm very. You have a good excuse to be I, nervous here. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm very controlled. I've taken the stage for thousands upon thousands of people, and if, and I will say, if that stadium were full, I would have been less nervous. But it's just me. Oh, and Garth Brooks. And Garth Brooks and the band that like this is the the collection of of human beings that set me on the path from where I am. This this moment, this song even, and I'm going up and I'm shivering like I'm I'm weird. So I, and there's a video of this and I'm gonna post it later. Um, the thunder starts and as I'm approaching the mic, I can't think of anything except for the first word, which is three thirty. You know, like the first mm-hmm. two words. And uh, he goes, he looks at me, and the song's already started. And, and he looks at me and goes, I'll take the first verse, you take the second. I go, no, 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 I got the first, you take the second. Oh. I called him up because all I thought was, there's no way I'll remember the words by is the that, second verse. Is that in this? Is this a little clip? No, no, no. That, you can't hear that because that was just him, me, him uh-huh. and me talking. Because we have a little clip of this. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, he, awesome. then he looks at me and just goes, okay, take it. And, and, and I took it. And I, all I'm thinking immediately is, I'm going to fall flat on my face here because I realize that it's in a different key than I sing in it. Ah, well. And the, Damn musician, it, Jeff, huh? the musician in my brain takes over, and I'm like, I don't have the range for this. I'm not, I'm not low. So not only am I out of range, but I'm like, I'm shaking. And all I thought was, please remember Well, let's, let's play this little clip here. This yeah. is uh, Garth Brooks and, uh, and Moon singing during soundcheck. That's it. 
remarkable. So then he takes he takes the third verse and uh, kind of points to me like, take it again. And all I thought was halfway through when I finally started kind of getting my wits together a little bit I, and realizing like what's happening. And mm-hmm. I, I, so I took the mic off uh, the, the stand and I realized like, I'm here. This is not going to happen again. This doesn't happen. Let's own the moment. Yeah. And I, I'll, and I got a higher range. So like halfway through the chorus, the second chorus, I just, I, uh, I went to my range. You, you, as they say, you opened it up. I opened it you up. You got to let her rip, Tater <laughs> I, I, I can't do it low with any sort of power or gusto. So I, I, I let it rip. And it's not the, it's not the prettiest of lines. Cause, uh, I was, again, just my knees were jelly. Yeah. That's him. Screaming in the background, going, yeah. You know what? I bet he appreciated you doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you went to your, not, I shouldn't say he appreciated, he now knows you can sing like a bitch because you went to where you can sing. Yeah. You know what I mean? This little solo section thing, he comes over and just starts talking. He's like, man, you know, we, we were talking about range and just joking. He was kind of loosening me up. And, uh, and I, by this point, and you can see in the video, we're just standing in the center stage, just, just sort of like talking. And it, it's one of the most surreal looking videos I've ever seen. Then he does the, the full blown third verse. This isn't on the record, but everybody knows this is The thunder was going, dude. A full production. Full production. They had the the, uh, the sound in the entire uh, stadium. It was... And then he, in the video, he points to the mic and was like, take the last one. Told more people about this than Moon has. Like I, I, I all week, and I'm calling everyone. Like, dude, you, well, you hear about this? That I, I is, came on, that is and, incredible. And the, and the story like shaking and feeling like I was going to throw up. The story so doesn't cool, end right? there because during the show, towards the end, Garth's you know kind of thanking the crowd, and then well, and then this little this little thing happens on stage. Uh, 
Saturday night. I talked to a kid named Phil before this from Hudson Music, and he just kept saying he can't believe Hudson's through music because he makes his living in music. That gets to pay for him to raise his children and support his family by just getting to play music. So I think I speak for him. I think I speak for me and a lot of people here. Thank you for our dream. This is very, very sweet. I, t- I texted you immediately. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that, that brought me to tears in my seat, too, man. Oh, there they yeah. are. There they are. He made there it in. He made it in. Then we got it. I love that. I hate you guys. We got it. I think he's the only guy to make me cry like that, though. Anything else to say? Not right now. <laughs> he's, got, he's got two phones pointed directly at his face. The piano guy is raring uh, at zoom the helm here. And, and, yeah, zoom in right up. I do want to thank him, uh, obviously, for, for everything. But his entire family was some of the most like inspiring and gracious people. Turn this off so it uh, so it sounds more genuine, man. It's ridiculous. Wow. Let it, let it go. Right. I, I do I do owe so much to him and uh, his entire family and uh, and Mike and uh, and my lady for for allowing me to go down there and understanding what this what this meant to me and um, it, I mean, dudes, I, I know. It probably doesn't mean much to, to, to most people, but if you've had any sort of moment where you've been inspired somebody and they've really like changed the trajectory of your life and then you get to see them and tell them that, that's more than enough. For him to be as gracious as he was and then allow me to have that sort of moment for myself is like pretty crazy. Perfectly timed there. <laughs> I love you guys. Hey, so is this a this was a life changing experience uh, experience for you? Um, yeah, can you see he's grown like I was going to say. I just hope that that the change is you will no longer be a d bag. (laughs) (laughs) It's completely changed you. No, no, it's bigger. (laughs) No, this this wasn't the Pope. And and just to let you know, just to let you know, you you know, he brought a tear to your eyes, but we just got an email that said that audio brought a tear to my eyes. So I just want to let you know that you really brought a tear to Goat Balls' eyes. Oh, how sweet! He's very dramatic and sensitive. <laughs> goat balls. Goat just, balls? Yeah, he is. That's our goat balls, Riz. I'll just wrap it up by saying, like, <laughs> it, this was like, uh, it was just like a story, storybook full circling. Listen, even the build it just up, doesn't happen. Even what, what I, mean? I think I, t- I told you that Gar- I, I think when I heard the news that Garth Brooks was coming to town, and you went full blown. Mm. I mean, you fangirled out months yeah, ago, yeah. and then as we're we're getting up to the show, and it's Garth Brooks Day. It's coming. It's coming. I, I don't think there was anybody in this city more excited. Yeah. And then for this to happen, I'm very, I'm very, very happy for it. It happened to the right person. That's, That's the, amazing. I think a good I, I'm glad you appreciated it. I needed this uh, right now. This, this like, this was very divine timing. This came at the right time in my life. All right. Well, and, yeah, thanks. Yeah, so that's a great ch- point. Have Some- you changed since then? Because you still got cowboy boots on. Because yeah. uh, no, these were, yeah, these were in the bathroom. Uh, Did you say like, never yeah, washing my hands more. again, Garth? You want to call them up? Somebody, somebody <laughs> says here. Somebody up. says here. This is the perfect way to put it. It's meeting your hero gone right. Yes. It's yeah. It was oh, everything yeah. gone right. I mean, I yeah. mean, the, the the song that that I watched, you know, when I turned to my dad, I was like, I'm gonna do that. And you got to sing that song, with Garth Brooks. And like Can to, you to the that? literal sense, I I got to do that. Hey, and kids, it's not supposed to happen. Reach for the stars, because one day you may get there <laughs> if you know the right people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and and thanks to everybody. I, I never. You're welcome. I never. Re- I, I, <laughs> 
And I, I mean that. Like I, I posted a picture or two, and that was for me. I'm just, you know, I was, I was so giddy. And uh, the support and, and everybody, I guess, knowing how, how big of a deal he was to me. Uh, was was a big deal as well. So that's great. I'm I'm, I'm just, honestly very happy for you. And, and thank you, man. Thank you guys. It was like that was it. Next off, Jeff Burton. Yep. Can't wait. What's your dreams? Oh, when the Pope comes back. Oh, when I get up there and sing with him. It really is. <laughs> I want to sing Thunder Rolls with the Pope. Yeah. I want to do Ave Maria. I want to do Ave Maria. I think. I... The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.